What's up, my friends? Welcome to Good Human, a show on the Cheap Seats Network where we chat about wellness, lifestyle, navigating this crazy world, and just doing our best to be a good human. Thanks for tuning in and enjoy. Well, hello, hello. How are you doing today? I feel like I've been in such good spirits lately, probably because the weather is getting nice again and I have a will to live once again. We are already almost midway through April. I'm sorry. How did that happen? I feel like I say this all the time. You know, if there, if there's one thing you can count on me for, it is telling you where we are in the year, followed by commentary on how absolutely shocking it is to me. At any point in the year, I am shocked and confused on how it is that time of year. How is it already halfway through April? What the heck? It's going to be summer before we know it, and then it's going to be the end of summer, and then it's going to be the holidays, and then we're just going to do this all over again for the rest of our lives. Time is crazy. I feel like the weeks have been going by so quickly lately, and I think that just happens more in the winter when the weather is gross and there's like not that much to look forward to, not that much going on, which is a great segue into today's topic because I feel like my boyfriend and I are just constantly having these same conversations. We're like, oh my god, it's already Friday, it's the weekend, and then we're like, oh, it's Monday again, and then it's already Wednesday, and then it's the weekend again, and then, oh, it's Monday, and it's like, oh my god. (laughs) I just feel like I'm living the same weeks over and over again, so I'm really excited for the weather to start springing, all right? Spring is springing. The days are longer, we're getting outside, we're having more Sunday fun days. I'm just really looking forward to it. But today we are chatting about Sunday scaries. That dreadful feeling you get on a Sunday with the impending work week right around the corner. It's probably one of like the top five worst feelings in my opinion and it's something that so many of us feel. So I thought let's let's talk about it. Let's unpack this a little bit. I asked you guys on Instagram how many of you experience Sunday scaries. 49% of you said big time. 38% said sometimes, and then the rest of you said no, which was pretty on par to what I thought. I think it is so common to get that like, ugh, just like the ugh, pit in your stomach, like it's Sunday, you feel like you can't enjoy the day, you know, you have so much on your mind, you're worried about Monday, you're worried about the work week ahead of you, you're dreading going back to work. I asked when you guys start to feel the Sunday scaries, like when it's kicking in for you, because for me, 4 p.m., on Sundays without fail. I don't know what it is about like 3 to 4 p.m. on the weekends, but I feel like I can't do anything after that time, especially on a Sunday. Like 4 o'clock on a Sunday, well, the day's over, right? Which is such a bad attitude, which we will talk about in this episode, how we can kind of combat the Sunday scaries, how we can work past those thoughts. But some of you guys said that your Sunday scaries kick in as early as Saturday morning, and I hate to be a Debbie Downer, but I am that person sometimes, especially if I have a busy weekend ahead of me. I am personally a huge homebody and I really like to have my weekends pretty free for me to decide like what I want to do. And especially since the pandemic, it's been like 10 times worse. If I even have one thing, like one obligation on the weekend, I feel like my whole weekend is just like busy 
and then I don't have time to do the things that I wanted to do. So I am that girl sometimes. Like <laughs> even Friday evenings, I'm like, well, the weekend's over. I'm so busy this weekend. I'm not going to have any time to do what I want to do. So the weekend's over, which is such a bad attitude, but I totally feel that. Most of you said that your Sunday scaries kick in around that like 3 to 7 p.m. time frame on Sundays. So we know that so many of us are feeling this way. What the heck can we do about it? I think the first thing is to understand what's making you feel so antsy-pantsy. For me, it's hard to come up with solutions for things sometimes when I don't fully understand why I'm feeling the way that I feel. Why am I getting so anxious on Sundays before work? Write it out. Journal it out. Like, get it out of your head. That's probably my number one tip for so many things that come up in my life that make me start to feel overwhelmed or make me feel some type of way. Like getting the feelings, getting the thoughts out of my head and onto paper or in my notes app helps me just get it off my mind. It's not something that I'm like ruminating on. It's like out of my head now on paper. I can move past it a little bit. And I think a lot of the stuff that I'm going to touch on in this episode, just like most anything in life, really depends on what works for you and like how you operate. So for me, sometimes making a Monday to-do list on Sunday helps me feel better. Like getting out the things that I have going on in my head, the tasks that I'm worried about for Monday, putting that on paper so I know exactly what I need to do on Monday helps me feel relaxed. Now that makes my boyfriend feel horrible. Like he does not want to even think about work on the weekends. So for him, we're not thinking about it, we're not talking about it, don't check your emails, don't make that to-do list if that is what is going to make you feel better. So a lot of this, like I said, just like anything in life, is figuring out what works best for you and what makes you feel best, which I think plays into how you spend your Sundays. What is going to make you feel best on a Sunday? Do you want to have a little Sunday fun day action? Do you want to go out and do something? Or do you want to do nothing? Do you feel most at peace just relaxing, chilling on a Sunday? Or do you want to have like a reset? Are Sundays your days to do errands and prep for the week ahead? Does that make you feel good? Like I'm a big Sunday prepper. I typically want to do like my fun stuff on a Saturday and then Sundays are for getting groceries. It's for cleaning around the house. It's for getting myself prepared for the week ahead. Getting off my phone a little bit on the weekends in general is something that I try to do, but especially on Sundays, take a little social media break, unplug. Get outside and take a walk as well, especially now that the weather is getting nice. If you live somewhere where it's been gross for the last few months, start to get outside on the weekends, especially on a Sunday. There is nothing quite like a hot girl walk to cure any mood. Don't underestimate the power of a good playlist and a good walk or a good podcast and a good walk especially for a remedy for the Sunday scaries. So once you've kind of figured out what your Sunday should look like to best fit you, and that might take some trial and error, like have a little Sunday fun day one weekend, have a weekend where you're like strictly doing your errands and chores on Sunday, and then have a weekend where you're literally doing nothing and see what feels best for you. But no matter how you want to spend your Sunday, I think something that everybody can benefit from is a solid Sunday night routine, like a peaceful way to end the weekend. And I know some people avoid that feeling, the feeling of the weekend ending. Again, not to pick on my boyfriend, but he will stay up late on Sunday sometimes. He doesn't want to, like, come to terms that the weekend is ending, and he thinks once he, you know, settles in for the night, goes to bed, then the weekend is over, and it's like... Listen, 
the weekend is going to end. Like, this is inevitable. It's coming to an end. But you can make the end of it a nice, peaceful, enjoyable experience because I don't think that staying up late on a Sunday night is going to get you in, like, any sort of good headspace for the week ahead. I think sleep is one of the most important things, but especially on a Sunday night. So don't be staying up too late, all right? I know you don't want that weekend to end, but it's gonna end. So start to unwind, create a fun little Sunday night routine, which also can be something that you look forward to doing. Having something to look forward to helps me so much, whether that is on Sunday or having something to look forward to on Monday even helps with my Sunday scaries. Whether that's your morning coffee or like a really yummy breakfast that you're looking forward to or even an outfit or an activity, have something ready to go on Monday that you're excited about. That really helps me reframe Mondays and kind of like trick my mind into getting excited about the week instead of dreading the week ahead. So much of life is sort of tricking your mind into thinking differently or viewing things differently because our brains are so incredibly powerful. I watched this TikTok the other day, which was just such a good analogy or example of how powerful our brains are. So the person said, imagine you get out a lemon from the fridge, right? You cut open the lemon and then you put your tongue up against that lemon. You take a big, nice lick of that lemon. You squeeze that lemon juice into your mouth And, you know, the whole time he's explaining this, I'm, like, salivating because that's what happens when I think about, like, sour stuff or you think about eating sour candy. But that was his whole point. Your body is having a physical reaction to just the idea of licking a lemon. Like, even right now, my tongue is, like, feeling all weird just thinking about it, which illustrates how powerful our brains are. You're having a physical reaction to something that is not even happening to you. We can have real physical bodily reactions to things that are completely in our head, whether it's good or bad. Our bodies can be physically reacting to the things going on in our head. It just makes you think about the way our brains work and the kind of thoughts that we have. How many times have you had like a physical reaction to something negative going on in your head when we overthink or when we're feeling really anxious. Like it's so common for us to have physical symptoms. On the flip side, you can also experience this in a positive way. Our minds are so incredibly powerful. So reframing the way that we think about things can make the biggest difference. And I think the best way to reframe our mindset about things is to start acting as though you already believe and think those things. That's how you have to kind of like trick your brain almost. So in this example of having Sunday scaries of dreading Monday, the ultimate goal would probably be to reframe the way you think about Mondays or your beliefs about the work week. So just start acting as though you are excited about Monday. And like I said, for me, that means having something on Mondays that I look forward to, like doing something that I enjoy on a Monday morning. I might still literally hate my life on Monday morning for a little while, but that repetitive action of doing that thing that I like on Monday then leads to the thought process changing and the beliefs changing. Then I actually start to enjoy Monday morning. Putting things into action is a great way to sort of flip the script on your brain and make your brain start to believe the things that you actually want to believe. Something else that I have witnessed firsthand with myself that makes my Sunday scaries so much worse 
hangovers, anxiety is such a real thing, then coupled with Sunday scaries is just like a recipe for feeling horrible and starting off your week on a really bad foot. And I know nobody wants to hear like stop drinking and I'm not saying that you have to stop drinking. I'm just saying to be aware of the things that you know make those feelings worse and hangovers absolutely make those feelings worse. So please just make sure you're staying hydrated while you're drinking. Getting some electrolytes in you is really gonna help. A drink that I've currently been loving just in general, but this would be great for hangovers, is a little bit of orange juice, a little bit of coconut water, and some salt. I've been working with a naturopath to work on healing my hormones, and this is a drink that she recommends. It's called an adrenal cocktail, and I've been seeing it a lot on TikTok as well now. It's a great way to get in your vitamins and minerals. It has sodium and potassium. It helps you sort of like fight fatigue, helps your adrenal glands. You get that vitamin C from the OJ and overall can help heal some stress like going on in your body. So I think this drink is great in general, but again, if you're hungover, try this drink out. And if you're doing all of these things, you know, you figured out what you like to do on a Sunday, you have things to look forward to on Monday, things to look forward to during the week, you're doing all the things and you're still like crippled with anxiety on Sundays, I think at that point, it's probably time to take a look at your job. I know it is not just as easy as quit your job, like just get a new job. Like that's not the case for so many people. And I really get annoyed when people on the internet make it seem like it's so easy to just like quit your job or just get a different job. But I will say there are good employers out there. There are decent jobs out there that won't make you fully hate your life. And I don't think any job is worth your mental health or your physical health. And again, I know it's not as easy as just get a new job, but I think sometimes it gets to the point where that is something that you might need to look into. I know working from home for me has truly impacted my mental health in such a positive way. I used to cry on the way home from work, like, pretty regularly. I felt so disconnected from myself. I felt like I was truly just a hamster on a wheel, waking up every day, driving to the office, coming home, being exhausted all the time. And the biggest change for me was now working from home. It is a completely different feeling. Like, I work at the same company. It's not like I, I left and, like, got some other job somewhere else. I'm at the same company working from home now. And I feel a thousand times better. I do have a different role now as well. I'm doing something that I'm a lot more interested in and I enjoy a lot more. So again, you might not have to like completely uproot your entire life and get a new job. It could be things like that, getting a different role within your company. I know everyone can't just work from home, but finding a job at a different company that is remote. My point is that it could be a smaller change that really makes all the difference. And if you're not in a place where you can try to find a different role, try to leave your company, try to find a different job, I think it is important to communicate the way that you feel to your boss, to management, to leadership. Because so many of us are familiar with this feeling. So many of us are burnt out by our jobs. We're overworked. And I know it's not always well received by leaders to hear people's, you know, complaints or frustrations, which I I personally think is a huge red flag. Like, that's not a good leader. But I know that is reality for a lot of people. Their bosses just don't care. They don't want to hear it. 
but I think there's a way to present your frustrations that can be beneficial to everybody. So something I get really frustrated with people at work for is complaining about things but providing no solutions or not being willing to change something. Like how are you going to sit here and complain all day but not have any sort of solution and not want to change? So if you're feeling frustrated by something at your job or you're feeling like you're overworked, you have too much on your plate, you can present that to your manager and then have some sort of like possible solutions or just some little brainstorming things that you were thinking of that could help the problem. Continuous improvement is like a huge thing at my company. It's something that we should all be striving to do in our jobs. So when you can take your concerns to your manager and present it in a way where it's like, listen, here's what I'm having a hard time with. Here's what I'm struggling with. Here's a few things that I think could help alleviate that. For example, if part of your job is to fill out all these different forms every day and it's like a ton of manual work and it's taking up a lot of your day, it's causing you to get backed up in other areas of your job, think about how you could streamline that process, how you could automate parts of your job and then take that to your manager with your concerns. Sometimes that might take you researching some solutions and I know some people don't feel like that's their job which is totally fair, but I will say that problem solving goes such a long way in business. And if you are truly that frustrated and that burnt out, but you're not able to get a different job, then that might be the route that you need to take. And again, problem solving and taking initiative is such a great quality to have, especially if it's going to save time or money in a business. Like that, that's what they want. Solutions to save time and money. And if those sort of problem solving conversations aren't received well by your leadership, again, that's such a bad sign. Like, if they're feeling threatened or they're off-put by that, at that point, like, I would truly consider looking for other jobs because leadership is such a big part of your job. It contributes so much to people's happiness at their jobs. But if you have good management, if you have a good boss who's open to new ideas, that's such a great way to present your frustrations while also having it be, like, a positive, beneficial conversation. And the other thing is, if you're feeling that way, you probably have coworkers feeling that way as well. So you stepping up to the plate to start that conversation could be what changes like the environment for everyone. I feel like I'm going off on a real work job career tangent here, but initiative is one of those things that gets you so far in life. You don't have to be the most skilled person. You don't have to know everything. You can't know everything, but being willing to try showing up, taking initiative, being a problem solver, those are such good qualities, not only at your job, just in anything in life. Because I know not everyone's trying to like climb the corporate ladder. They're not all trying to be the best at their job. Some people are just showing up for a paycheck and that is totally fine. But all those kinds of qualities are applicable to so many other parts of your life. And that's the other thing I'll say about working a job that you don't necessarily want to be doing forever or that you're not super thrilled about. I know it's really hard sometimes to see people, especially on social media, living these incredible lives, like just traveling and doing whatever, and you're sitting there at a job that you hate. It can feel like you're wasting your time, but no matter what job you have, you are cultivating skills that you can take with you for the rest of your life. Skills that are going to be applicable outside your job, skills that you can take with you on to the next job that you get. I really believe that nothing is a waste of time. Like, there's always something to gain out of every experience in life. Say you're a barista at Starbucks and you literally hate your life. You feel like you're wasting your days away. You are growing such strong communication skills. 
you're spending all day communicating with people, talking to people, gaining customer service skills, things that are going to be transferable, like I said, to other jobs, to other areas of your life. So nothing is a waste of time, but I know how much it freaking sucks to be at a job that is miserable. So I really went on a tangent here, but hopefully some of that stuff are good little tips that can help make your job a little less sucky and create a better environment for yourself if you aren't able to just get a new job. This week we are bringing back the Q&A from Instagram. I don't know why I stopped doing that for a long time there. Every week I was leaving a little box on Instagram for you guys to ask questions related to the topic of the week. I think I kind of forgot about it, so we brought it back this time. So I asked you guys both what questions you have about Sunday scaries, overcoming Sunday scaries, making the most out of your weekend, and then also if you guys had any advice for it too, because we're all better together. So I wanted to hear your guys' tips. And a lot of the questions that I got around like Sunday scaries, making the most out of your week, was about how to have the energy to do stuff after work. So during the weekdays, how do I maintain energy after work to get household chores done, errands and relax? I feel so tired after work and all my tasks pile up onto the weekend, which is something that I absolutely relate to. I just feel like there's not enough time in the day sometimes. Especially if you have a really stressful, demanding job, it can be hard to do anything but like plop down on the couch when you get home. Something that I have been loving lately is cleaning on Friday nights. That might be lame as hell, but getting the bulk of my chores and like cleaning done around the house on a Friday night opens up my weekend so much and it makes me like more excited about the weekend. I have more time. I have like a weight lifted off my shoulders because I know I won't have to do all of this cleaning and stuff on Saturday or Sunday. So if you're feeling like that too, try a little Friday night cleaning sesh. The other thing that's been helping me through the week is doing just one task a day. Just do one thing a day. I personally get really overwhelmed by my to-do list sometimes and I get really stressed out when I have a lot of things piling up and I feel like I have to get everything done in a day and if I can't get everything done in a day, then I'm going to get nothing done today. And I've learned time and time again that that just doesn't work for me. It's just a bad attitude and it ends up being my downfall every time. So just focus on one thing a day. Do one load of laundry, wipe down the bathroom, run the dishwasher, just do one thing. And one thing every day of the week really adds up. And then it's not too overwhelming. You have time in your evening to just do one chore around the house. It's the compound effect. What does it say? Tiny actions over time create large results. Something like that. Do one small task a day and by the end of the week, you've done multiple tasks on your list. And sometimes my one task turns into me doing a second or a third task because I kind of get into a groove. Like our dishes, our dishes, man, they pile up so quickly because neither my boyfriend or I want to unload the dishwasher. So we've really been making it a point every day or almost every day before we go to bed, the sink needs to be clear. And then sometimes the sink clearing out turns into us wiping the counters down, turns into taking the trash out. So starting one thing can help you get that momentum going. And if you just do that one thing, that's great. But sometimes it turns into you doing like three things. And the other thing that really helps me to get stuff done in the evenings after work is setting a timer. I will set a timer for a task and either try to see how fast I can get it done or also it just helps point out 
that it really doesn't take that long. Folding laundry, another great example of something that I never want to do on those days where I just can't get myself to start it. I will set literally just a 10 minute timer and I'll see how much I can get done. I usually get the whole load done and it really helps reframe things in my mind, point out to me that like, hey girl, this isn't going to take as long as you think it's going to take. So stop procrastinating it. It'll literally take you 10 minutes. Just do it. And lastly, sort of unlearning the rules of adulthood has helped me a lot. I think there's a lot of things that we're taught have to be done a certain way when it comes to like adulting, cleaning, like running errands that don't actually have to be done that way. And I don't know if it just comes from watching our parents doing things a certain way. I'll give another example. I used to spend so much time trying to like really rinse off all the dishes before putting them in the dishwasher. And I would procrastinate doing that because it was time consuming and annoying. So then the dishes would pile up more and then more stuff would like get stuck on the plates. And then it was more of a pain in the ass to try to wash the stuff off before putting it in the dishwasher. I just put that stuff in the dishwasher now and I let the dishwasher do the work, okay? Because that's what a dishwasher is for. And sometimes things don't come out perfect, all right? Sometimes there's still some stuff stuck in a bowl. I just leave that bowl in the dishwasher. Run it again, who cares? Who said that you only can run the dishwasher once? Just little stuff like that. It's all about finding what works best for you and what makes most sense for you and what's gonna make your life easiest. So those are some of my tips for kind of maximizing your time in the evenings after work. Some of the tips that you guys had just around Sunday scaries, making the most out of your week in general. Someone said making a really yummy dinner on Sunday nights. So again, having something that you can look forward to. Someone else said doing something with friends on Fridays makes the weekend feel longer which is kind of opposite to what I said, how I sometimes spend Friday nights cleaning. But I love this tip because this is so true. I know a lot of the time I spend my Friday nights just kind of like chilling, watching TV, doing whatever, and doing things with my friends or like doing something fun is reserved for Saturday and Sunday. When you do the fun things on Friday, it's like a head start to your weekend. Friday then feels like Saturday and then you get that feeling on Saturday where you're like, oh my gosh, it's only Saturday which also ties back into my point of finding what works for you. If doing something on a Friday night helps elongate your weekend, do that. If getting all of your cleaning done on a Friday night elongates your weekend, do that. Someone else said plan a fun weekday dinner or date night, something to look forward to. Again, life is boring, folks. Being an adult can be really mundane and boring. So putting those things into your week that you have to look forward to makes all the difference sometimes. All in all, you have to find what works for you because we are all so different. And I feel like we live in a world with social media where people are constantly telling you how to fix things about yourself and how to fix things in your life, how to do this or that, without taking into consideration that we are all so incredibly unique. And what works for me might not work for you. And I think the best way you can quote unquote hack your life is to figure out how you operate and live accordingly. Because if we knew how to get rid of Sunday scaries, none of us would have Sunday scaries. Like, if we knew the answer to these things, if there was a one-size-fits-all solution to stuff in life, we'd all just be like happy little butterflies doing our thing, okay? So figure out what works best for you and do more of that. So that's all for me today. Hopefully there are some little tidbits in here that you can take 
and alleviate some of those Sunday scaries. As always, thank you so, so much for tuning in. If you want to stay in the loop on all things Good Human, you can follow the Instagram account at goodhumanpod or follow me at abby underscore wellner on Instagram as well. So with that, I hope you guys have a fantastic week and I will talk to you next time. See ya!